0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transform the Now. I'm Tucker here with Nate. How you doing, Nate?
1: What's up, my brother? I'm doing great.
0: Good. Uh, We're so happy to be with you and that you're giving us a little time to explore the spiritual path. What we're trying here is to learn how to magnify the positive, dissolve the negative through spiritual practices. And we're excited this week to to go a little bit deeper into some things. First let's talk about last week, Nate. You remember we talked about uh observing attachments, uh going beyond maya, this mind creative uh world that we live created world that we live in. And then we did a spiritual practice at the end where we helped you observe attachments and hopefully dissolve some of those egoic attachments so that you can have less attachment that doesn't feed you in your life and more connection that creates uh, depth and joy and increased love in life. And uh, Nate, I I thought that was a fun conversation last week, but I always have fun talking to you about this stuff. So uh, I thought maybe we'd start by Talking about like following up with last week. I know I talked to somebody that listened to the podcast. He might be our one listener, but shout What's out to up? Robbie. Let's go, Robbie. <laughs> uh Robbie, thanks for listening. And Robbie expressed to me that during that spiritual practice, he thought of something that he felt an attachment to. And he just sat there and observed the attachment and felt it dissolve and felt some freedom to his soul as that attachment um, kind of evaporated for him. And uh, I thought that was super cool. I, I did it too. Like during the week, I noticed an attachment that I had inside me. I was thinking of this vision of the future I had created in my mind. And I noticed that Uh, My ego was pretty attached to that vision of the future. So I stopped and sat there and just observed the attachment for a while. And I felt it like just dissolve. I don't understand the dynamics of all of this, um, but I just felt an increased freedom. And in the days since then, I've felt like I can be more present because I'm not so attached to that future vision that was in my head. So Nate, anything uh, following up on last week that?
1: Oh, it just came up in my thoughts frequently. Like, uh, and and for me, uh, I guess I'm still wrestling with it. This idea, because it like my my mind is like, no, this is who you are, right? Like, this is how I define myself. But it it's kind of crazy how if I let go of it, like you're you're saying, then I'm still me, and I'm still able to enjoy it. It's just a little less limited if that makes sense. So, yeah. it, so that that I don't know. I've been that's been on my mind, right? So I, I don't know that I did it as well as you, but I, I it came up several times this week as I was thinking about it.
0: Well and that is the practice, right? To think about it, to observe your thoughts. And uh I, I love what you're saying there. Like I find that in my mind too. My ego is so concerned about who I am, my identity. And holding to that. And as you let go of attachment, your identity actually rests in your true self rather than in this uh, self that is made of a bunch of attachments that we've created. And um, so, anyway, thanks for practicing, everybody. I hope that's something that feels like a resource you can go back to. If you wanna see that spiritual practice and practice it more, you can go to our website transformthenow.com and you'll see the spiritual practice there and and uh, attached to episode three so anyway,
1: thing on that tucker sorry to over you here but like like i think for me one of the benefits is that it it feels so much less heavy when i'm trying to hang on to everything and that i constantly have to rebuild this ego through these attachments there's a certain lightness that i'm beginning to feel when i'm like i don't have to do that but i'm naturally still me and i'm naturally still free and it it's it seems so much more effortless and, and easy now again i'm i'm not saying perfection here but i'm noticing something that i like and i care about what works and so I, I like that idea. I, I like the idea of being me and being free without having to so desperately to to hold on to and make sure all these attachments are reinforced, if that makes sense. Mm,
0: absolutely. As you were talking, what came up for me was sometimes in my interactions with other people, I can tell and they can tell probably from me what attachments define me in their mind, right? Like they're like, Oh, here's Tucker. We got to talk about this thing because that's what he's all about. Mm. Does that make sense? Um, And, and there's something inside us, I think our true self that is like, it kind of pushes against that and like, that's, that's actually not me. That's, that's a thing that we talked about once that now has become the entire Tucker And I know I do that for others, too, right? Like, my egoic mind, uh, in creating this world and putting everything in boxes, um, puts people in boxes. And there's something about our true selves that like, uh, pushes against those limits, I think, and senses that like, no, I'm bigger than that attachment. I'm bigger than that uh, category. Does that make sense at all?
1: Yeah. And even as you're talking about that, that's, sounds fun like i i think our minds get scared if i let go of this then what's left well what's left is what you're saying it's bigger than how you've actually defined it what if what if there's actually more not less
0: yeah and it and there always is more right when we transcend that yeah uh, egoic attachment or that box or that limiting thing uh and it's it's amazing you start to feel connection and and uh something that is beyond description there, that is your true self. So, well, Nate, this week we want to talk about something that is pivotal to spiritual practice and spiritual growth. Without this, uh, I think we're probably pinned down to where we currently are, and it's the the practice of letting go. Uh, Nate, do you want to just start us off by describing... What we mean by letting go, as it can, as talking about spiritual practice and spirituality.
1: Yeah, I, I have a couple stories in mind here. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we we're we we're living out in North Carolina, away from family and stuff like that. And our our suburb is so nice that they they have a friendsgiving and the uh, it was delicious sweet potato pie i'm in the south like that's my first experience it was awesome so so talking a little bit more in depth with some of my neighbors and um i'm talking to the this wonderful couple and they're talking about how they can't bring up the grand canyon around their kids and i was <laughs> like you can't talk about a national park with your children what is this And they they went on to tell me a story about how they visited years ago and how one of their kids was messing around and almost slipped and dad almost slipped. And now it's like this thing. And now whenever the Grand Canyon is brought up like the the child freaks out and everybody is like, well, we can't talk about the Grand Canyon. I was like, that's like a pretty big thing. You can't (laughs) talk about like a whole section of Southeast America that's (laughs) the West.
0: I think they moved it to the West,
1: right? Like, like never drive West now is I I think maybe where it gets so limiting, but I I think we all have these things where you're like, yeah, you don't bring this topic up around dad. Right. Like, or, or Mm -hmm. if I see a certain thing, certain emotions start to bubble up in me and Where this came to a head for me personally is a couple of years ago, um, I I was reading a book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. I know you've read it. Um, Mm -hmm. I I highly recommend it. This practice came up there and I was walking around college campus. I was teaching up there at the time and I, I saw somebody and they I don't even know this person, but it triggered this old memory And suddenly, like, inside of me was honestly just filled with, like, guilt and fear and all these emotions. It was a beautiful spring day, and I'm feeling like trash. And the person I saw had nothing to do with this bad memory or whatever, but it's just, like, filling me up. And my initial reaction is to shove it back down, think of something else, and and try and, like, hey, you're okay, you're okay. But Michael Singer, he he suggested this totally different approach to me. And, and he says, just relax, start relaxing your body and then visualize relaxing your heart. I know that that sounds like weird to us modern human beings, like relax <laughs> your heart. But like I, I was like, I don't care. I don't want to feel like this anymore, so I'll try it. So I, I tried to relax my heart and just feel what was going on and let it pass through me and, and be be free. And it felt like fire, it felt like burning, it was, it was like, it was painful, it was emotional. But then it was better, like really fast. And this is something that had come up like over and over again. Now it came up in different processes, but each time I relaxed and I let it go, it was like a softer echo almost and mm-hmm. was different. And then I- I've been living for years now where that same sort of pain for that exact thing isn't happening anymore and it, it is uh, a little emotional for me but but honestly one of the the most freeing things that has happened in my life and, and so I'm a big believer in this idea that that instead of trying to to fix it or like go back and review all of this and see what I could do different or make plans for the future or any of that, like, I really think there is a, a simple pattern to relax and open your heart. And, and the the spirit, the source, um, the, this divine energy is going to let it pure just flow through you, and you're going to feel better and more connected and more open. Now, hmm. I, I don't know if that sounds super different, but I, yeah. So, but that's yeah. been an experience, and it's been powerful.
0: Yeah, beautiful description, Nate. Thank you. Like, it is super different. Like, this is not the natural way of processing things that we have happened to us, right? I think we've all heard of the fight or flight instinct. Um, When something painful comes up, uh, we want to fight it, maybe push it back down or escape it, like go binge watch something on Netflix or whatever it is, you just want to get away from this. And what you're talking about here is neither fight nor flight. It is a third alternative that actually brings healing to us, right? Um, Where we let it go. We let it pass through us. We feel it. um, We stay present with that feeling. And then there is, like you say, this divine energy that enters in and helps with healing. So... Uh, as with all spiritual things, this is a little bit hard to describe in words. But you did as good as I think I've ever heard anybody do in describing letting go. Um, so Nate, if let me give a little scenario, I was recently talking to somebody that has a lot of anxiety that is really uh, manifests it sometimes physically with. She's very tight in her body language. And sometimes she's like kind of kneading her hands as you talk to her and things like this. And there's a lot of this. And I started talking to her and learning that the things that happen to her in her life, she just uh, has such a whole, uh, she holds so tightly to. If something difficult happens, she just sits with it and thinks about it and thinks about it. And it just completely Uh, eats her up and transforms her world. And I could relate to her because I have absolutely done this and I do this on the daily in some ways, right? Um, But I just tried to communicate this to her. Uh, You need to learn to let go, let these things pass through you because the more you push them down inside you, the more uh, they'll come up later and the less control you'll have over when they come up and how to how to live your life and be free when they do come up. And so she when she had a little bit of hope as we started talking about letting go, but she was very honest and vulnerable with me. And she said this, I don't know how. How do I let go? Um, and Nate, you gave us a couple of examples in your stories. Is there anything that you would add just to help somebody with this practice of letting go. How do you do it? What is the first thing that you think of when you recognize that coming up? What is maybe the first or second thought or what are some things that uh, we can put as a hook in our mind um, to try this?
1: Yeah, that, that's that's a great question. I, I think um, we do know how to do it because we do it all the time. There's so many things in our lives that don't stick, right? Like think about driving down like the the road and seeing all the trees or the white lines on the roads or the mailboxes. Like none of that really sticks in your mind unless like you're a mail carrier and you don't like the way that mailbox is facing and then you hold on to that. But like we let go of things all the time. We just let it pass through. And, And so... It's something that can naturally happen. and this is this is gonna be kind of a vague description. but how do we let go? We just stay open and we we don't close. It is a disposition of our soul. Um, because as you're talking, you were moving your hands even around in a circle if you can't see our video. Like these things swirl around. And we really think there's there's this idea of control. Like we didn't like how this goes and so we want to control it. So we want to use our conscious brain, our ego to hold on to it, tinker around with it, rearrange the parts and rebuild the Lego set in something that's pleasant. But we just don't have to do that. Like, we don't even have to have if we don't like it. Like, why are we living with that anymore? If there's somebody that was just like a terrible roommate that like every morning walked into your bedroom and pile drove you like it was the WWE smelling like onions, like you don't have to live with that person. Unless I guess that's your older brother. Then you got to talk to your parents about that. But um, like, why would you why would you live with something so painful And hold on to it and try and control it when you don't have to. And again, like you said, it's not our natural disposition. So going back to your original question, here's what I do. The first thing I do is I I just take a breath and I relax my physical body. I I pay attention to my shoulders and I pay attention to my jaw and I pay attention to my neck and I just, and I let it go. And that that reminder to relax. And then I, I say a mantra to myself that is relax and release. And, and and I I just open and I I I try and physically feel or spiritually feel my heart opening, and it coming through. And now, uh, uh, like you said, our initial reaction to this—it's it, it, stored with pain. It's painful things that we're trying to to avoid or or figure out, and so it's going to be painful coming out. But the the crazy thing is, you can be free from it if you just let it go. It, like, you don't have to live with this anymore. And I'm talking even on big things, um, hard things that you thought, like, were impossible. Like, you really can open up, let it go, let that pain pass through, and be okay. There's a little bit of Stoic philosopher here. Like, in, I don't uh, know, like, anciently, and especially among the Romans and the Greeks, but the, the Romans I, I'm a little bit more familiar with. Like, sometimes they would do things purposely uncomfortable so that they would get used to it. Like they would wear strange clothing sometimes in public so that people would look at them strange and their ego would fight against it. But they they would just sit in that and let it go and it dissipates. And the same Mm -hmm. thing, I think, coming with these inner emotions, if we can sit with it, be open, you'll notice that it passes and it passes faster than you think. And that purifying power of source and power and light and divinity can come through and and purge it almost like a purging of a sickness, a flu, a virus, a bacteria. Purge it out of your body and you'll you'll feel well. You'll feel spiritually whole. So mm. a long rambling statement, but I relax my body and I seek to relax my heart and just sit there in that relaxed state and let it pass through. Mm. Uh, what about you, uh, man? Yeah. What's been your experience?
0: Well... My experience first, uh, you know, similar to yours, is just being aware uh, mm-hmm. of what's happening. I think that's that's been key for me. If I'm watching my mind, uh, we talked about in our first or second episode about observing your mind and sitting in that space of the observer or the watcher rather than being pulled into the ego. I think when something comes up there's a split second and it's quick right but you have a moment where you can either choose to like be pulled into the emotion of the moment or you can stay in the, that watcher mode that observer that uh witness seat whatever you want to call it and just watch what's happening almost from a uh it's not a third person but from another perspective right And in that moment for me, if I can catch that what my ego wants is to engage and to dive into the emotion and like become angry, upset, and like you said, start to rearrange and try to figure everything out. If I can stay in that observer spot, then the rest of this becomes uh, almost uh, a thousand times easier. Right. Um, So I'll watch the emotion and then I'll say something like you did to myself. I've got to let this go. I've got to let it pass through. And when I stay in that observer spot, something that normally would like get me really angry and send me into this kind of tailspin um, can pass through. And it's It's you're so much better with words than I am, Nate. And I love listening to you describe this for me. It does feel temporarily, maybe more uh, intense, Mm -hmm. but it's just temporary. It feels like it, it passes through and it's a short amount of time where I'm sitting there watching this pain. Oh, I got to let this pass through, but it's almost like uh, you're allowing something that's going to cause long-term pain repeatedly over time uh, to pass through once or maybe twice or three times, right? Um, and it's just going to be gone forever. And so the net gain is is huge, even though the short term, it you might feel it might feel a little intense as you feel it for a moment. But if you're in that watcher mode, pain actually isn't as scary in the watcher mode. In fact, it's just another experience. If you're inside the ego, pain is horrifying, and you're doing everything to to escape it. But if you're outside that ego, pain is just another human experience. And you can almost watch the pain without being swallowed up in it.
1: Wow, yeah. And, and I, I think where you, you talked about our egos being a afraid of pain that's a real thing i I think so much of our lives is driven by avoiding pain but if we'll just sit with it a little bit this is a terrible example but like it's like you you think there's a monster in your closet but it's really mike sullivan or isn't it solely (laughs) right in your head is this big thing and there's this moment where it blossoms but then, as it passes through, that that dissipates that that wave of or that crashes just can turn into a nadir that, that it can alleviate. The tide goes out. Yeah. Mm. But but I, we, go ahead. Okay, like I think that initial blossoming of pain causes us to run away pack it down escape it and so it never passes completely through us and so it comes up like you're saying long-term suffering you're going to talk about it for the next 40 years and your kids won't bring it up right what what were you going to say i'm sorry that we talked over each other
0: oh not at all so i think i'm wondering if people that are listening are having you know experiences come to mind um I wonder if we invite everybody to just think for a moment of times when you've had an experience happen and then that experience kind of takes over your life and defines what you're going to think about an experience for quite a while. So all of your conversations after that, go back to that experience. Every time you're in a social setting, you kind of gravitate to talking about that experience with others. Um, And it just, it just kind of takes over life so that you can't be present. You can't be in the moment. Um, And so for me, I've, I've lived with this for so long and have so many experiences where I just buried it down, but it wasn't really buried. It was, it just kept coming up over and over and over And since learning this practice of letting go, it's given me so much hope that I can live a freer, more full, joyful life if I just process things. And some of those old things that I've buried, they come up for me now, but now I know what to do to let them go so that they don't hold me hostage anymore. Um, And this is powerful, liberating, uh, beautiful stuff that we're talking about.
1: And I would say almost start to view it because we view this as a negative thing. When you have this experience in the middle of a grocery store, it's a sunny day, everything is beautiful, you're you're zipping along, and then you see that person who stole your parking spot and is such a jerk, and all of a sudden it bubbles up these feelings or emotions of anger and injustice and hate, and uh, your day is ruined, like what we can do is we can begin to see those experiences even almost randomly as they'll begin to come up more and more as we practice this as blessings as as good purifying things that that mind shift right there can be so liberating where you're like sweet another thing to let go of and i know that sounds pollyanna like (laughs) but i really do believe i believe that um i'm grateful that that i'm I'm, I'm caught up less these days um, and that I feel larger periods and spaces of time of freedom and connection and joy because I'm living in the present, not in the past of some some, some at past action and not in the future of some planned revenge I'm going to take in them. <laughs> These longer periods of connection and peace, I'm really grateful for. Mm -hmm. So, Uh,
0: I really do think that the pain that we experience in life is uh, potentially one of the biggest gifts that we have in life. Because as we let that pass through us, our consciousness expands. We are now more compassionate, more present, more available for others. And so, if we can see, if you can start to look at your past pain, even your past trauma, as potentially something that's going to expand your soul, so that you become uh, more of a, a a person who's alive to the pain and and situation of others, our past pain becomes a present and future gift to us and the world um, in a very real way. This is, uh, this is the path that we see Christ walking, um, through his ministry. If I can give one example, I uh, remember as he, I mean, in Gethsemane, that's what he's doing in the scriptures. It says, he's saying, father, not, uh, you know, if this can pass from me, like if we can escape this, if we can, Uh, flight from this. Let's do that because this pain is scary. But then he says, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And he lets it flow through him, this pain that he is facing right here. And uh, then you see after he leaves Gethsemane, um, there's that beautiful uh, moment when uh, the guards come to take him away. And they're like, who's Jesus? And Peter steps forward and he's going to fight it, right? Flight was maybe the option in Gethsemane that Jesus didn't do. And then here's the flight, the fight opportunity. And Peter takes out a sword and cuts off Malchus's ear. And Jesus, instead of taking this other fight option, he says, put up your sword. And, and then he actually heals the ear. Jesus is present, fully present in the moment for others when, if he was caught up, if he had held on in the fight or flight, he couldn't have been present. But then Jesus from here and from here on out, we just see him letting the pain flow through him and letting it go. So he can, he's fully present. Um, And we could talk a lot about that, but I just love that little um, example and watching him from there on out until he dies on the cross of him always being present for others and letting things go. And I think that's what the spiritual path is that we're, we're working on. We're practicing, right? We're not there, but we're practicing.
1: And and it can be, you can be free. That, that is the, the promise of these practices is that there can be a different way to live your day-to-day life that is energetic and joyful there. What else do you do you have to say on the this idea of letting go or or do we move on to the practice here?
0: Yeah, let's try the practice, Nate. You want to lead us through a practice on this?
1: Okay, so um, and feel free to to chime in here. This doesn't have to be just me, but uh, we're just gonna sit for a second and um we're gonna relax our body relax your shoulders just just relax and breathe in and see if something comes up and if it comes up we just relax our heart more we don't try and shove it down or anything and we just let it go so is it okay to have some quiet time on this podcast here absolutely Absolutely. so we won't do like 20 minutes but we'll we'll do a little time here and so um if you'll, you'll just join me and breathe in and relax, and then let just practice opening your heart and letting whatever's there just pass through and let go. All right, here we go. Ready, begin. All right, come back. And here's my invitation to you. If something came up right now and you're still feeling it and processing it, work on relaxing your shoulders and just release. Either let, use the phrase relax and release, or let go but just focus on that feeling in your chest and opening up your heart and letting it pass through you, Let letting whatever is going just blossom. You fill it and let it flow out. Um, just as things naturally come up throughout this day and throughout this week, focus on, on opening your heart and relaxing and, and releasing there. Tucker, what, what else would you say about our practice as they go throughout their week here?
0: Yeah, I love this, Nate. I think Um, this is something that you, you don't have to stop, uh, what you're doing in order to practice this, right? Like, uh, this past week I had an experience where somebody said something that I felt that moment and I didn't have to stop. I didn't have to like sit down and meditate. Uh, but I just had to stay in that observer space and just watch it pass through and, and i could just keep walking throughout my day and then it was gone and i honestly can't even remember what the person said now it's just not even a not even a memory for me other than the beautiful experience of it passing through so we're excited to throw this practice out there and let you all try it and and see what happens what 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 will happen as we learn to do this is you will you won't be as reactive to life, like your life uh, situation and the things that are going on around you doesn't get to run your life anymore. You get to live your life. Life doesn't live you now. Does that make sense? Oh, (laughs) freedom. It is an absolute burst of incredible freedom and liberation. Um, it, life gets to go the path that you choose now rather than if something happens you know what's going to happen because you're going to get eaten up by the anger or the 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 grudge holding or or processing you just get freedom and uh, it's a beautiful beautiful way to live
1: wonderful and, and and let me just give you one more thought on this as you seek to let go um, you're not going to have to let go of everything you've stored inside one by one. Um, you just kind of stay open, and it will naturally purge. Just as you don't have to think about letting go of every germ in your body when you're sick, um, it's just going to happen, and you just let this flow naturally and trust that 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 this power is going to flow through you. That that God and Spirit and divinity is going to just it's going to do its work. It's able to do its work. And if you'll just be open to it, it will happen. Yeah, beautiful.
0: Thanks so much, Nate. And in all of these spiritual practices, we're always using the phrase spiritual practice. The reason why we say that is because this really is something that you learn by experience, by practicing it. You could study this academically for the rest of your life and without actually experiencing it, never really learn and reap the benefits of it. So we just invite anybody listening to just practice and see what happens on the other side of letting go of that pain and uh watch what happens to life and your ability, your ability to transform the now into something more beautiful than it, than it could be otherwise. So Thanks, Nate. So great to be with you. Really appreciate you sharing your experiences, being vulnerable and helping us learn so that we can uh, transform and, and go on this journey to a deeper, happier life.
1: Okay. See you guys.